T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get social on Facebook.com slash WEEI and WEEI Sports on Instagram. Now more of OMF on EEI. Hi, back here on OMF. It's uh, Wednesdays with AC. Alex Corr brought to you by KM. As long as there's KM this summer, Arbella Insurance. And by Zenny, the official eyewear of the Boston Red Sox, Major League style, minor league prices. Visit Zenny.com. And joining us live on the Harbor One Hotline is indeed Alex Corr. What's up, AC? How are you? What's going on? <clears throat> See, it sounds like you got the air on over there. Must be hot. <laughs> Now, it's hot out there. I mean, it's hot for you guys. It's, <laughs> this is this kind of like uh, November 15th back home in Puerto Rico. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Alex, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was giving these guys a hard time. And really the people of the great state of Massachusetts for like canceling school and, and canceling games because of a heat advisory. They don't really get that. Like you don't cancel stuff because it's hot, right? No, nah, not really. Right? I mean, it's just, there's big babies He's over here. everybody's soft. They're soft. It's like they can't do <laughs> anything over 80 degrees, <laughs> Alex. I was <laughs> telling you that. Actually, actually uh, you know, my boys, uh, they're three. And uh, early in the season, in snow, and it was cold and all that. The other day, they, they went out you know, to run the bikes, whatever, and, and they went to the yard. And, and all of a sudden, they told them, Mom, it's hot. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> Thank not you. Hot. It's not hot. Get it's him out of here. It's 78. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting used to this. I mean, uh, they're going to be hopefully around this weather, you know, for a while for them. So I, I guess 85 is going to be hot, hot look, for them. Look at your series with Miami. So you get the, the washout and you get the cold weather temperatures like in the oh. 40s or 50s. <laughs> and so Miami's coming up here saying, we don't want to play in this weather. They come back up for the makeup game on Monday. It's like 100 degrees. It's yeah, unbelievable, yeah. The, the, the difference. Let me. But, the, this weekend is going to be in the 60s. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's going to be cold. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me start before we get into the, the game itself. The crowd was booing last night. The Houston Astros. And I'm wondering what was your reaction? Because you were part of all of that, yet you're in the Red Sox dugout now, and they love you. Your team is winning, so they love you here. Yeah, and and that's something, whenever you guys asked me the last three weeks, I always felt it was going to be interesting, right? So, to be honest with you, when when um, when they were booing them and they were, you know, screaming at Jose, you know, I felt it too. Uh, i got to be honest. And uh it's kind of like ironic, right? Because uh, I'm managing the Red Sox, and me and Marwin, we haven't heard too much about us, you know. And then they show up, and 
they get booed and you know for a moment there you know i mean you're like i was part of that you know and and like i've been saying all along people can judge us and they can do whatever uh we thought actually in new york it was going to be rough on us and it wasn't actually it was it was tougher yesterday for us than than it was in new york and i understand that part and i've been saying all along i know people don't agree with what we did they don't agree with me being the manager of the red sox and i understand that but Um, we got to keep doing what we're doing. You know, it's helping this team to win games. But yesterday was uh, it was a tough night, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hide it. It was a tough one. You know, Alex, I always find it interesting when you see two pitchers that just kind of throw the ball real well, dominate lineups, whatever you want, and then the very next outing they get to face the team again. And it looked like Framber, kind of same approach, just with, with, with Martin, the location was way off. You know, um, the changeup, like Maldonado. Different kind of lineup, too. Right? Different lineup. Yeah, I mean they had Correa, Tucker, Brandley, Maldonado, who who has good numbers against him. So it wasn't exactly the same lineup as uh, Houston had last week. And um, I do believe the stuff was good. Location was was bad. Uh, the O2 changeup to Martin changed the whole game. Mm -hmm. uh, slide step changeup up in the zone. They get the base hit, and I, I'm not sure if if uh, and he's a veteran, but he understood yesterday going into the game we needed seven at least right yeah. and uh all of a sudden they score runs and and you could see you know he was trying to do too much we actually as a coaching staff we try to do something that we we never do right we walk Bradman to try to get a ground ball in the second inning but uh it was just a weird game they put some good swings it started off with a fly ball to left field and uh it was a home run so not a good night for for martin not a good night for us but the We were talking about it. A lot of people, they, they were talking about how aggressive we were Monday with our bullpen. There's not a guarantee you're going to win the next day, right, if you save your bullpen. So we won Monday. We lost yesterday. So today we feel good about ourselves. We got Nate. Uh, they got Odorizzi, and let's, let's see what real, happens. Real quick on that, because I know when Perez came out, we were talking about it, thinking, doing the game, like, man, how are they going to get through this game, right? And you want to be able to save your high guys. So my guess was that, you know, you win this game tonight, you're going to look back at that outing from Andres and that outing from Work and that outing from Valdez to save that pen. Pretty similar to uh, what Valdez did in, um, I think it was a doubleheader against the White Sox early on. Yeah. That uh, Valdi pitched in game one and game two and, and helps the bullpen to rest and to reset everything. What Andres did yesterday, besides the three innings, he he threw the ball well. That that was a good sign, good fastball yesterday. But then he goes three, and Ward goes two. Valdi did a good job, uh, and that you need those. You know, at one point I was like, when we have first and third, I think it was with one out or no outs, and like, well, if we're gonna pull this, you know, if we're gonna make a comeback, we better tie it right away. Let's not just be close seven four, seven five, because. Then you feel like, okay, we got a chance. Although there were a lot of people down, but you have to maneuver the, the bullpen differently. You might have to use somebody that you really don't want to because uh, we do believe we can score runs off their bullpen. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm glad that he stayed that way, but uh, I'm glad the guys threw the ball well uh, towards the end of the game. So, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, what we talk about more, uh, you know, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots Uh, or who's batting leadoff? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like it's like we're Christian. You too, man. Come yeah, on. I know. I thought I you just, were. I thought you wanted to talk hockey. Yeah. yeah. No. No. You know. I gotta. Yeah. Who? Who do you do you think Tukaraska started in that today? <laughs> uh, let's. Danny Santana's leading off today. Yeah. I know. I just think it's fun. I feel like people put so much 
like emphasis on it. And, I, and at the point, I'm saying, like, I mean, does it even matter? Like, is it why can't it be just, uh, you know, uh, uh, by committee? Like, why does it have to? Why does somebody have to be like the guy? I'm sure maybe you would like it to be that way, but at this point in time, based on the way things are going, I mean, this is just status quo, right? Yeah, we, we're trying to find good matchups, and uh, Christian did a good job uh, two days ago. Yesterday, uh, he, he he didn't get on. Uh, well, he got hit by a pitch, but he didn't get on. It doesn't mean that we're not going to lead him off anymore. But uh, today, there's a righty on the mound, Danny. He's a switch hitter. We'll, we'll give him a shot. Uh, Enrique will lead off at one point, and um, we got to keep working on this. Uh, I've been saying all along, the two, three, four, five, they're pretty solid, and uh, actually... Two, three, four, five, six now with Hunter, the way he's swinging the bat. So somebody is going to get hot at one point. Enrique did it two weeks ago and, and, and set the table for the big boys. And hopefully Danny can have good at-bats today and, and help us out to set up the, te- uh, the table for them. And we can score a, a bunch of runs. Yeah, you know, how much you know, do, you, do you pay attention to, like, uh, you know, the world, uh, you know, United States baseball team? Like, you had a couple guys, uh, Duran. Um, <laughs> do you pay attention to that at all? Will you pay attention to the you don't pay You don't pay attention to that. Come on. Were yeah, <laughs> you paying attention to the qualifier? Yeah, he's well, what about, what about the you. Olympics, though? Like when the, I mean, is that real baseball? You're, you're well-prepared. Is that, is that, is that a, <laughs> he's watching the, the <laughs> women's uh, softball World Series. Yeah. What are you talking yeah, about? But is that, he's a well-rounded guy. Well, like, will you even pay attention to the Olympics? Is that, like, considered real baseball to you? <laughs> uh, it's an exhibition sport, right? I mean, so so no, the competition is what? Are, how many? What do you? Consider? I do. I do, do you, pay attention. Do you, I do pay attention do because we actually Olympic baseball. We, is it we, major, minor leagues? Um, right now is uh, in that in that tournament, Team USA had a bunch of guys that are not playing in the big leagues. You know, some minor leaguers. Mm-hmm. Dominican Republic had a, has a lot a lot of guys that they're out of baseball. Winter Bowl guys, Puerto Rico, a lot of. Semi-pro guys, they were there. So, I mean, it's an okay competition. All right. All right. Let me I'm ask you. I think if I should put some money on Team USA. We're let, in the Tokyo Olympics. You put money on God, please. Uh, let, me, uh, let me ask you about uh, Chris Sale. And as a guy who is uh, a former media guy, you know how this works with us. Suddenly yes. you bring him back out on the field, and we're going, oh, oh. And especially your team is in the race here. We're going, oh, you add Chris Sale into this rotation, and uh-oh, great things could happen. So how do you avoid that pressure? I heard him get asked the question yesterday, would he be willing to come back and pitch a, an inning or two or come out of the bullpen? He said, absolutely, I would do whatever they want me to do right away. How do you deal with this? I, I learned in 19 that you got to be careful with those situations. Uh Although Nate's injury wasn't, you know, he wasn't coming back from Tommy John surgery, but I do believe we put Nate in a bad spot. Uh, I don't want to say rushing him, but saying, okay, we need help in the bullpen. Let's put him in the bullpen. And you saw what happened. He's struggling in the bullpen. Then we put him in the rotation. He's struggling in the rotation. So you got to make sure you take care of the individual. And, uh, you know, whenever he's ready to pitch, We'll make decisions based on that. Uh, obviously, you know we we he will pitch this season. Every, everything goes the way he's going right now. As far as like bullpen and rotation, you know Chris Say is a guy. Chris Hill is a guy that you know you pitch every five days, and he's been one of the best lefties in the big leagues. That's the way I see it. Obviously, we'll have conversations through his process and and see where we at, and um, hopefully. You know he's healthy enough that, or he's healthy that he's going to contribute. That's the way I see it. Mm. We've been very patient with this, and uh, the fact that he threw yesterday 
it was a great sign. Now there's a countdown, but we don't know. You know, we don't. We're not going to throw a number or or a month or a month and a half or two months, whatever it is. We're just happy that he's in a good spot right now, and we do believe he's going to contribute. So, are you ruling out any bullpen for him coming out of the um, bullpen? I'm not. I'm not ruling it out, but I do believe Chris. Every five days, you know, he's a force, and we got to make sure, you know, we take care of the player, and that's what he used to be. Although he can come in and finish a game, you know, in, in the World Series to get three outs, we know that we can. Pretty use good him. that night. Yeah, he was really good, but we got to be careful because this is not only for this year. This is also for the future. This guy is too important for us, just for us to to be selfish and say, okay. Go to the bullpen or go to the rotation, whatever. We have to make sure we make the right decision, and he will he will be part of the decision in the conversations. You know, Alex, you got, you got a kid in Bobby Dahlbeck, and I know the start of the year there was some some metrics and hard hit balls, and then he went through a stretch. I think it was all for twenty four. Then he got hot for 10, 11 days, and now he's sitting at three for thirty eight again. Like, what, what are you what are you talking to him about? I mean, his head's got to be all over the place. Is this one of those things where you stuck with him? You thought he got it right, but but maybe you got to maybe reduce some of that playing time. How does it work with a kid like this? Yeah, I just keep putting work before. Uh, I do believe it's timing. I think, uh, as you know, we we can talk about mechanics and you know your your path and and your hip and and, and shifting your weight, but if you're not on time. You're not going to recognize pitches. And this is something Manny always talked. And Manny was, you know, you think all these guys know hitting and and they they, they they have it figured out. Manny was a guy that worked hard on his craft and he asked a lot of questions. But at the end of the day, his number, his number one key for hitting was be on time. Because if you're on time, you're going to see the ball, you're going to make better decisions, and you're going to swing the strikes. And uh, right now... I do believe Bobby is in between. You know, he's taking pitches, borderlines that you know that we'll take that one. But there's certain pitches that we know he can do damage to, and he's not swinging at them. He's chasing pitches down his zone, <clears throat> and you know he put a great swing in New York, and it was a game changer swing. But we do believe he can be consistent, and we're gonna keep working with him. A terrific weekend in uh, in New York, and once again, to come from behind, you've got 21 of them on the course of the season. Why is that the case? You guys never seem to be out of games now. Is that an attitude thing? I believe so. I, I think this guy's uh, – first, first things first, the rotation has given us a chance to do that, right? They they go five or six innings. They don't score too many runs, even in the nights that they struggle, although yesterday that happened and game number three happened too. But usually it's three runs, at the most four runs, and we know offensively – we're two at bats away from changing the game, and uh, in in New York, for example, we it was Richards for five innings, right? And uh, Darwinson comes in, and I, I told our bench, uh, I told Will and Carlos, I said, if Darwinson shuts them down here, we have a good shot here because all the righties were coming and they had a lefty, and he did the job. Marwin hits the home run, and then we kept going and. You know, I think offensively we still can get better. I do believe, you know, we we're swinging too much at pitches out of the edge, uh, in the edge of the strike zone. But we're always two two good at bats, uh, two at bats away from making something happen, and they've been doing that the whole season. 
You know, Alex, Sunday night after that win, Bogarts was on um, ESPN, and we, we had a chuckle here because we heard Brett Gardner say some things in that conference. But we saw the video. We saw the smiles. He actually said, I'm half joking. But it seemed like Xander, I don't know, you tell me, that the team sort of used that because it seems like very Patriot-like, right? Just sort of make up some motivation. Let's go kill him. You got to brainwash, it's like, Alex. It's like, yeah. No, There's no Kool-Aid here. <laughs> Were the guys talking about that? Was that Were they fired nah. up? They, they talk about it the whole weekend, man. <laughs> no, man, they. <laughs> no, it's just it's funny because this guy, you know, the the whole season, everything he looks at is the power rankings. Xander and trying to find yeah, Xander try the power rankings, you know, and yeah. trying to find something else that is going on just just to you know fool around, joking around, and he never mentioned Garner uh, the whole weekend, and then I heard about it. I like listen to this guy. He. Now they just they one thing we knew going into Yankee Stadium we we have lost what is it it was eighteen out of 16? nineteen or something like yeah. that yeah. right yeah. eleven game winning uh, losing streak and we talk about it the first day we like if we want to pull this off if we want to be part of the best teams in the American League East and we want to win it you have to win games here and uh, the first day we did it and they just kept playing good baseball but I, uh, Gardner didn't have to do anything with what we were trying to accomplish that weekend. Nothing wrong, though, with making stuff up to... Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> power rankings. Right. Use the power rankings. Yeah. He, he loves the power rankings. He'll text me every Monday at 10, at 10, at 10 a.m. We're number six in the nation. I'm like, oh. You know, you, should, you should create like a fake power ranking and always have you guys be like last. And just be like, look at this guy. Who's this Lou Merloni character? That would be perfect. That would be great, right? That would be great. That would be good. All right, Alex. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Good luck in the rest of the week here against Houston. Thank you, guys. All right. See you later. That is Alex Kaur joining us as he does uh, each and every Wednesday right here on OMF. We'll get back into the Bruins. If you have not heard yet, Tuka Rask is the starter tonight. Uh, you for it or are you against it? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.